It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network. Today... We're finally back to week... Well, finally, maybe it's the wrong word coming from me. But uh, <laughs> we are back to once a week doing the thing. And uh, it's a relief. Not going to lie to you. Listen, doing 30 and 30 was really fun to put all that together. Uh, I had a great time doing it. It was... Uh, I mean, it was a lot. But it was a good time. And I hope you enjoyed all of the episodes. But now we are back to just me once a week and maybe throwing out some questions and maybe... Not clocking up your, well, definitely not clocking up your news feeds as much. All right. Is that better? We good? Maybe. I don't know. Welcome to the show. How you doing? You good? You okay? You okay today? Did you enjoy yourself doing whatever it is that you do or not do? I don't know. Maybe, you know, we watched the other day some John Mulaney bits because uh, Jill loves John Mulaney. I do as well. He's fantastic. And um, she always says, John Mulaney will never not be funny. Like his bits are always funny. And she's right. She's right. She being my wife, by the way, my lovely lady. There you go. And he's like, man, you ever ask an adult if they did anything? And they're like, I did nothing. And that's kind of how it goes, right? Being an adult, it's very exciting when you don't have to do anything, unless you're some kind of a weird social butterfly. I don't mean to put you down, but uh, I clearly am not. And that's why you know, lockdowns are not uh, not too bad for me. Yes, there are things that I need to do that I would like to do that I now can't do. But, you know, uh, in general, being told, hey, stay home and, uh, you know, keep to yourself and don't have people over, sign me up. Sounds great. Not going to not gonna be a problem for me. <laughs> not going not gonna, to not gonna work there anymore. Um, not an issue for me. So uh, all that said, I hope you're doing all right. Hope you're doing okay. Yes, we are out of 30 and 30. I don't know what to do now. I don't know. It feels weird, right? I don't have to post something every day. I just come in here once a week and yell at you for 40 minutes or so, maybe play a song. Today, we do have a song, by the way. And then I yell at you about something else. So yeah, we're back to me doing the thing. Uh, I will say I'm very excited. The other day, I found my guitar tracks. So here's the deal. I realized that now I have a deadline. Uh, in fact, a hard deadline for my to get my musical project finished, right? It's been... Uh, in the chamber for uh, many, many years. And it's just off and on with work and adult stuff and all that, and just trying to figure out when I can actually do it. So I realized recently, hey, kids coming. So you got to be, 
you know, free and clear as best you can to, uh, you know, do dad stuff, right? So I figured being free and clear must include getting this project finished. And um, I opened my guitar case the other day to get some recording done because I remembered I recorded uh, tracks a couple of years ago and I remembered kind of screwing one of them up at least. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to do that again. And so I opened my guitar case and one of the strings had snapped off and I had just played it like a few days earlier and it was fine. Everything was good. So sometime between then and the other day, the next day or whatever day it was, uh, it had just snapped just a clean break. And I was so upset. I was like, man, I'm going to have to go do, go to the music store and get this done. Cause I don't feel comfortable doing it myself. Cause I'm not good at it. Uh, we've talked about that, how I'm incompetent at, you know, I can play guitar, but I can't perform maintenance on my, on my guitar, on any of them. Um, and so I was like, oh, I was really bummed out. And then I looked in uh, on my hard drive and I felt actually, no, not my hard drive. It was on my laptop. I found the tracks I had recorded two years ago, two Decembers ago, actually, when I took off between Christmas and New Year's for the first time. And uh, they actually don't sound bad. I may have to do a little tweaking on one of them, just kind of, uh, I don't know what exactly what I'll have to do yet. But uh, that said, I'm ready to uh, do some vocals, do some singing, do some, uh, you know, melodic yelling as it were. There's no yelling on the EP. I don't think, is there? Wait, no, no yelling on this one. Uh, maybe on the next one. Yeah, that'll come out in 2038 uh, or something. But yes, now I am. <laughs> uh, I am very excited. That's one thing off the list, right? One big item checked off the list, and I'm very excited about that. So uh, hopefully going to be doing that uh, over the next few days. So looking forward to that. It depends how noisy it gets around here in the morning. That's probably the best. It's weird. Like the best time for me to be doing that is going to be in the morning when everybody around me is at work and there's not a lot of activity going on. So I feel like I have to get it done before Christmas really kicks into gear. Although who knows what the hell Christmas will look like this year. But I feel like that this is my sweet spot in the next two weeks to get this done. So I will keep you posted on my progress. I'm very excited that I found this. And um, yeah, I will keep it going. It's, uh, it's daunting as the whole process has been, the whole project has been. But I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to finally putting the, uh, the green check, the done stamp on this project and uh, found the album cover. I took a picture of, well, you know what? I'm going to leave that a surprise for whenever I get to release this in the next two years. No, I don't know when it's going to be, but uh, hopefully going to get it done very soon. So there you go. That's me being excited about uh, maybe finally getting this project done before the end of the year. So we shall see. Not fully. I'm not a producer or engineer or whatever, but... Um, I think I got some people who'd be able to help. So that is very exciting. Uh, okay, so I realized I didn't tell you what was happening on today's show. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't have a ton to talk about. Like, that was my big story. <laughs> like, I found some uh, some music stuff that I had already recorded, and um, I'm very excited about it. So that was, like, the big the big thing we lead off with. But I saw in the news recently that um, student loan forgiveness, yeah, we're going to get a little real in this little part of the show here, but only for a couple minutes, don't worry. Uh, I've seen it in the news, student loan forgiveness is on the table, I guess, for the next administration, and I don't know all of the details, I haven't read full stories. What I have been seeing, though, is a whole lot of people saying, oh, well, why should uh, why should your loans just be paid off? I had to work and pay mine off, and I had to, I 
and it's usually right. I hate to do this, but it's old white dudes, right? Older white dudes or like middle-aged white dudes who, I don't know, somehow paid off their loans already because they worked four jobs or lived at home or couch surfed or something. And like their circumstances were not great. And they are using that as the template for everybody because they're like, hey, I had it rough. So why should you get a handout? when you can you know, work hard and do all this stuff. And listen, buddy, I work hard. I, uh, I well, okay, work hard is kind of a, a weird thing to say about my job because I get to do it from my basement. Like I just finished 10 minutes ago and rolled over to the other side of my desk to record the show. So work hard is probably the wrong word, but I have a good job. I do okay. I'm not gonna tell you how much money I make, but I do all right. You know, I afforded this uh, this house that we're in, and I'm able to afford some luxuries that uh, that are helpful, right? And enjoying day to day life. I don't know where I'm going with that, but the point is, it's a lot, right? Student loans are a hell of a lot, especially if you went to a big fancy school and uh, you didn't get a big fancy full time job right after you graduated, because not everybody's that lucky. And I just don't under I've never understood the mindset that People are like, oh, well, I had it hard and uh, you should too. Like I had to work three jobs and couch surf and stay in somebody's basement and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. And you were likely miserable. I'm like, oh, but I paid my loans up before I was blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. But did you enjoy yourself? Like, did you get to enjoy things that you wanted to do? And you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I turned out fine. I'm like, if that's your mindset, if your mindset is, oh, I suffered and everyone else should too. Like, why should everyone get a handout when I didn't? then you didn't turn out fine. Like if that's your your baseline, like, oh, I turned out fine because blah, 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 and everybody else should have to go through hard things like I did, then guess what, buddy? You didn't turn out fine. You're actually a <laughs> And I don't understand why that thing, like, I just don't get it. I do not get it. I will never get it. Listen, mine through my job can be forgiven in three years because I got to fill some paperwork. I actually just found it. And I have to get all that done. I have to see how the appointment will go if I can get it. Um, and who knows if that'll change in the next three years, if that program will go away. I don't know. But as of right now, mine can be forgiven in three years if I stick with this job, which I plan to. But even if that wasn't a possibility, like, okay, if that's, I wasn't going to go that, that's the wrong way to go. If my loans get forgiven and say this bill takes a while to pass, whatever, and mine get forgiven, I'm like, oh, great. My loans got forgiven. That's awesome. I'm not going to turn around and say, no, don't forgive their loans because I had to wait all this time to do it for me. No, if your loan could be forgiven, get it forgiven. <laughs> forgive everything, credit card debt, medical debt, everything. Just wipe out everything. People have more money to spend and that'll boost the economy, right? Is that a thing? I read that earlier today and I laughed at it, but I'm like, you know what? Conspiracy theory, Pat was like, hey, it's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Now, I should say I'm not an economist. I'm not a, um, I don't know what the other word is, but I, I'm not well-versed in uh, in economic matters. So who knows if that's true? That's just a thing I read on Twitter like two hours ago. So I don't know if that was posted in jest or if it was if that's a real argument to be had. I have no idea. The point is, all right, I guess the first thing is, don't think the government doesn't have the money to do this, right? They do. They also have the money to pay everybody to stay home. So we get this virus under control, but we're not going to talk about that today because yes, very fast talking. Cause I'm moving right past that one. Um, 
don't let anyone tell you that the government doesn't have the money to do this because they do. They honestly do. They just choose to spend it elsewhere. So yeah, forgive everything. Just wipe all the slates clean. Let everybody be able to spend their money and pay all their bills and whatnot and actually, you know, get ahead of their stuff and save money. Oh, what a concept. Saving money. That's helpful, really, for everybody. All right, we're going to get off that because uh, I have no real knowledge of this topic. Just to say that if you're saying, hey, you shouldn't get your loans forgiven because I didn't, yeah, you're a jerk. All right? All right, there you go. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? We got we got a song to play. We have a little bit of sports news, a game of the week. All right, so for those of you, uh, yeah, a little bit of a quicker one today because I don't have to talk about <laughs> But um, we're, uh, for the, where was I saying? What was I saying? All right. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who do not like sports, your time is almost up today. We have our friends, the Nearly Deads. They released a new song about a week ago, and I'm going to play it for you today because I think it's great. Let's see. Jerome, where the hell is it? You put it in the wrong place. No, I just didn't look in the right place. All right, there it is. You can find more from them at thenearlydeads.com, and they're on social media at thenearlydeads. I think the only one that's different is Instagram, and that is Nearly Deads Official. I think that's the only different one in there. So there you go. Look out for all of that stuff. This song, again, their newest, is called Can't Make You Change the Nearly Deads Inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network.
what I try, you always seem to stay the same. I should have walked away yesterday. Cause I know you won't change. I can't tell you what to do. There you have it, our friends, the Nearly Deads with their latest Can't Make You Change here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. I was a little off on that one, but uh, it's all right. Nobody listens to this part anyway. It's fine. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. A little flat, but it's all good. The NearlyDeads.com for more from them. Uh, hopefully more music in 2021. Looking forward to uh, to all of this stuff. So there you go. All right. For those of you who do not like sports, this is your time to leave. Thank you very much for hanging out today. I hope you are well. Hope you're having fun. And I hope that you're not planning a Christmas party because, uh, yeah, just don't do it. Just don't do it. All right. So I'll talk to you next week for episode 300. And I may do something, uh, something special. Don't know yet. Do not know yet. We'll figure that out. Um, I don't know. I guess we got seven days, right? <laughs> to uh, figure out what we're, or less, fewer than that, to figure out what we're going to do. So we will see. I will take suggestions, of course, at all of the places if you got them. All right. For the rest of us, we got some sports stuff. Uh, Jerome, what are we doing first? We're going to do, we got one baseball note. I'm going to get mad about the Phillies for a second and then game of the week. Um, let's do the Phillies thing real quick because it's going to be fast. It's going to be just a little, uh, I don't know, mini Phillies pat peeve, I guess, because it came out the other day that Phillies owner John Middleton said, hey, we don't have the money. We can't afford JT Real Muto, so we can't afford to re-sign him, so he's going to be a free agent. And I'm sitting here going, mm, brother, you're worth $3 billion. I don't want to hear that. Like, forgive me if I'm not playing the violin for billionaires saying, oh, we don't have any money. We lost all this money. Forgive me if I'm not sad for you, buddy. Okay. I just, I don't get it. Right. And they said like, Hey, we're going to spend stupid money and we're going to win. Right. You paid Harper $330 million and said, all right, buddy, we're going to, or whatever they said, we're going to bring you uh good players. We're going to build a championship. God damn it. And you're not like, you've not really gotten any closer to building a winner and now you're just saying, like, already waving the white flag by saying, hey, we don't have any money. Meanwhile, new Mets owner Steve Cohen's like, oh, here you go. Here's a blank check to anybody and everybody, as, as he should, right? He's got the money that everybody else is strapped for, and he didn't run a baseball team last year. So he made money, I think, during this pandemic. So he's like, all right, bring everybody. Let's do it. And uh, as upset as I am over that, because my team is being cheap, and a rival of mine will probably not be cheap. Uh, good for them, right? They've, uh, for so long, they've had owners who are crappy and didn't want to spend money. And now they have a guy who not only has the money to spend, but is also a fan of the team. So good for them, even though, ugh, 
gross. Anyway, Phillies are cheap. Uh, the window's closing, fellas. Like you got, you only have so many years left with all these guys who are young and controllable and all that. That's the if you don't know the context, young and controllable guys is very problematic. I understand, but in <laughs> oh Jesus, oh Pat's being canceled for that one. I've had a good run. So the fact that they've already come out and said, hey, we're uh, not going to spend a lot of money. We're not going to try to pay Real Muto. And, you know, when you have the best catcher in baseball, you should try to keep him. I understand, yes, the money could be spent elsewhere. But think of the alternative to Real Muto. Uh, It's Andrew Knapp, who is not the best hitter. He's Defensively, he's fine, but he's no Real Muto. And if you have him and you have a star player who says, hey, we should re-sign this guy, you should probably do everything you can to re-sign this guy to keep that star player happy, I would think, right? And maybe that I'm oversimplifying it, but I don't know. I'm just bummed out because my rival, a rival of mine uh, in the Mets is they're going to spend all the money. The Braves are doing things to get better, and the Phillies are just like, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. They're not fine. They're not fine. So there you go. That's my little mini pat people in the Phillies. Their billionaire owner is complaining about not having enough money, and... um I'm sorry, I'm not here for that. I'm not, I will not listen to that till you complain about not having money when there are plenty of people who actually don't have money. All right. So there you go. Okay, Pat, you're you're going down a weird thing. All right, we're gonna move on. <laughs> we're gonna move on to the NFL week 13. Wa-pa-pa-pa. Browns at Titans. And uh, what a weird. Let me say this real quick before we do Browns Titans. Let me say this. So today for me is Thursday. And yesterday, the Ravens and Steelers played a game that was scheduled for Thanksgiving, and then the Ravens had a bunch of guys test positive for COVID, and they said, all right, we're going to move it to, what'd they say, Monday? No, Sunday. And then it was Tuesday, and then they said, all right, we'll play on Wednesday. And here's my problem, and I understand that because the Ravens lost, because they had, you know, like seven regulars and everyone else was like practice squad or whatever, I understand that what I'm about to say is going to sound like sour grapes. But let me preface it by saying, I didn't think they were going to win this game anyway. Like, full strength, whatever, did not think they were going to win because before they got ravaged by the virus, they hadn't been playing well anyway. So let me just put that there. And then I'll say the NFL planned for this for cancellations because the Titans had an outbreak and the Patriots had an outbreak and somebody else, I think, had an outbreak recently. And so they were like, all right, we've been rescheduling a lot of games and moving things around. Let's add another week to the end of the year, week 18, and if a game has to be canceled because of the virus things, then we'll make it up at that time. So they already put that in place, and instead of, hey, Raven Steelers, we're going to move you to week 18 because virus and we want to get the season, kind of keep it rolling and not have to really grind to a halt. We don't have to. We put this protection in place, and instead of saying, hey, we're going to play at the end of the year, they said, nope, Ravens, get out there and uh, field with whoever you got. And I don't really, I don't get why they put the plan in place if they weren't going to use it. And maybe it's because they can turn around at the end of the year and say, hey, we didn't have to cancel any games. Hey, we had virus and we were able to figure it out and play the whole season, not have to cancel any games. Well, yeah, but when teams have to reschedule their games two and three times and have to play with reserves and all this, can you really say you're putting out the best NFL product you can just so you don't have to cancel any game. Like you're not putting out the best product, most entertaining for the fans. Cause that game was disgusting. And also it's like, 
yeah, nobody cares whether you have to cancel games or not. We all heard the news when you said, hey, we're going to add another week in case games get canceled and we'll move them then. People are like, oh, all right, that sounds pretty good. And so nobody gives a shit that you can turn around at the end of the year and say, oh, we don't have to cancel any games. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like the Broncos, oh, the other one was the Broncos, played without a true quarterback because all four of them, for some reason, were traveling together, hanging out together. And they all tested positive or at least uh, came in close contact with somebody who tested positive. So they had to play a game against the Saints with no actual quarterback. And it's like, really? Why? Why? So you can say that we didn't have to cancel the game. All right, fine. I don't know. It just bothers me. It bothers me that the league said, hey, we care about your health and safety players and whoever, and then turn around and pull this It shows you really don't. Like, you have no concern for that. Your concern is, hey, we have a schedule to keep, and we're going to stick to it. When realistically, play the Super Bowl in March. Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. If you got to push it back, nobody's going to care. They're going to be like, oh, hey, more time to watch football. That's what they're going to say. I don't know, man. Do not understand what the whole thing there was, but that was just like a weird, I don't know. And again, I understand the optics of this because I'm a Ravens fan and they lost and they played like garbage, but the principle of it is why could they not just push the game back? I don't understand. Postpone it to week 18. Who gives a sh- Apparently the NFL cares about things that are not that important. But anyway, week 13. <laughs> I think I got to timestamp this just NFL week 13. That's probably what it's going to be. Browns at Titans. I was looking at the schedule for this week and uh, it was mostly garbage, but I think I found what could be a good game because somehow the Cleveland Browns are good and in the driver's seat for a playoff spot, which is very strange to say, but I really think like they have to figure out that Nick Chubb is their running back and he's fantastic. And Baker Mayfield is their quarterback and he is not fantastic. So just give the ball to Nick Chubb as often as you can, and you should be fine. I think that's the game plan for the Browns. On the other side, your Tennessee Titans, their defense is not great, but Derrick Henry, their running back, he's pretty great. So I'm looking forward to this, just a a ground and pound attack or whatever, just to let them run the ball, and uh, I will be entertained. Let Nick Chubb run it up and down for the Browns. Let Derrick Henry run it up and down for the Titans, and I think we'll have a good time. Maybe? No? All right. Anyway, there you go. Week 13, Browns-Titans. Give me the... Oh, boy. Which one am I picking? Give me Derrick Henry and the Titans over the Browns. Mainly because I trust Ryan Tannehill more than I trust Baker Mayfield at this point. So, yeah, give me the Titans. Um, I was going to say at home, but at home, miss you, Captain. But home field advantage doesn't really matter. Anyway, so there you go. Give me the Titans over the Browns for Week 13. And... uh me being disappointed in the NFL for just the weird, weird scheduling. Like, hey, we're going to do this. And then, oh, no, we don't care that much. But they do care. Just remember, they care about your safety and whatnot. I, I don't know. But anyway, that is. <laughs> I told you, not a lot to talk about this week. So I had to get mad about some football stuff. Sorry if you don't like sports, but that is our show. We made it. We made it to the end of the thing. Uh, thank you for listening. This was great. Thank you to the Nearly Deads. The Nearly Deads. There we go. For the tune, thenearlydeads.com. Can't make you change their latest. Get it where you get your tunes. And um, there you go. Uh, all right. Next week, 
is episode 300 of this very show, which is insane, first of all, that I've not been canceled or fired or whatever, and second of all, that it's happened already, but then I was like, yeah, I'm preparing for 300, but it's not going to be for like a year, and then I did 30 episodes in a row that were all actual episodes of this program, so here we are a week away (laughs) from... (laughs) From episode 300, I don't know what we're going to do yet. Um, I got some time to figure that out, so we shall see. Let me know if you have any suggestions. I'm ever at the Melting Pat everywhere. Jesus, we're having a tough day today. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, also Twitch and .com, the Melting Pat. That's me, where you find all the stuff. You can also drop me a line, tmpfanmail, gmail.com. Send a text, leave a voicemail, 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns observations, and of course, corrections and suggestions for what I should do for episode number 300. So there you go. We got a lot going on. Um, Actually, that's a lie. I like to say that because it makes me sound important and fun, but I got nothing going on. Nothing happening. Just um, trying to mentally and emotionally prepare to be responsible for a child. God, you know, you don't have to take a test or anything or register or ask anybody if you can, uh, if you're okay to like make a kid, you could just do it, and it's insane. But yeah, there we go. So, <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, yeah, that's on my brain, and uh, hopefully by uh, sometime we'll have this room straightened out, so I'll be able to um, you know sit at my new desk that is currently in pieces in the other room and uh, get some fencing up and all this stuff and all these things. Oh yeah, we had water dripping in when it rained on Tuesday, so that was real fun. Or Monday, whenever that was. Uh, so that was really fun. So that's another wrinkle to this story. Um, yeah, more on that next time. Maybe if there's an update, I'll let you know. And, um, I think that's it. I think we're good. I think we're good to go. Stay safe. Don't be stupid. All right. The next level for all of our stuff, the spotlight TFT Nerdcast, what lurks behind podcast zero panels of pixels. You know, the drill also on Facebook at the next level network, right? Is that what it is? Probably. I don't know. Um, I do know it's either the next level network or the next level podcast network. One of those, you'll see our logo. Just, you'll be fine. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Pack get out of here before you screw something up. You are right. You are right. G love and special sauce with cold beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And uh, that's it. This has been an eight point in production. So until next time, my friends have fun, be safe. Thank a veteran. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the melting pat on the next level network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a VK. Got a back row of drinks, but girls got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no work. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold and bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on to the cherry browns And caught a chill by Marshalls and my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverage Inside of me, a hot coffee, then fill it up with ice What a man, it's like it's rain Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, it's rain, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold
I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. What? Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing? One thing clear, the bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice, and you get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball, so very jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the Kool Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage. I'm kinda thirsty. I like it. Yeah.